All right, welcome to APS Radio, episode 27. I'm joined by my old friend, Russ Osgood, who is the Vice President of Education, Research, and Outreach for the FCSN. It's a mouthful, isn't it? It is. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it used to just be the Vice President of Education, and they yeah. added all that stuff to you. Yeah, well, I'm still pretty much the Vice President of Education. As I, I think it all kind of plays together. But yeah, I'm so happy to be here. So happy to see you. Um, it's been a while, but it's awesome. Awesome to talk to you again. Now, here I am. I've got the good beard going, and you are clean shaven. Yeah. My so this isn't, this is yeah. kind of weird. It's a little I weird. I did have a glorious mustache for a while. I know, I know, but, you know, it had to go. The When the wife says it's gone, it's gone, right? I mean, ooh, ooh, goodness. Happy wife, happy life. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just did it. And she's just dealing with it, but I'm like, I'm retired. <laughs> this, this is what we do when we retire. Yeah. So maybe anyway. again someday, but for now. Hey, so, <laughs> you know, we've known each other for quite a while now. I actually want to kind of talk about your your origin story. Like, have you gotten involved in this this whole crazy firefighter cancer world? Well, I think you know. You kind of dragged me in. Um, Back in 2012, I, we, uh, I was a firefighter in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. We had a wonderful young person, Sarah Fox, who uh, got triple negative breast cancer. She fought through it, came back to work, um, and uh, originally, and then it came back and ended up, she ended up uh, having terminal uh, cancer from that. And it really affected our department at the time. And, and she died on, in December of uh, 2011. Uh, and the day she died, she was she was 40, by the way. So she was really young. So had young kids, uh, horrible story. But we did a lot for her around support and making sure her family's taken care of during her battle. And that was really rewarding for me. The day she died, uh, another uh, 40 year old member of our department came down with a real rare form of cancer. And six months later, he was gone. Uh, in between that, I met you uh, and Keith Tyson at... Um, at, I think it was Alts in Orlando, I think is where we met. Uh, but we we sparked up a conversation because we had started doing some education in New Hampshire and the FCSM was doing education. And together we kind of built a pretty nice program that is still being used. You know, we've done a lot over the years. But so it's been since 2012, I've been as involved as I possibly can with getting the message out. And um, I know... When I learned of your cancer diagnosis a few, what was it, a year and a half ago, two years ago? It's been something like that. It's, uh, yeah, it's almost uh, two years ago. Yeah, so we, I know I'm not a cancer survivor, but I've seen plenty of people go through it. And, and until then, uh, neither are you. And that puts us in a unique position where a lot of the folks in the FCSN are cancer survivors. They have a totally different perspective of it, you know, and, and I love listening to that. Uh, my thing has always been, I don't want to, tell people about uh, what it's like to have cancer, because I don't know. But I certainly can give information of how to protect yourself, how to uh, understand the risks, how to change some of those risk factors, and, and what to do if you are diagnosed, where you can find that support and like-minded folks that have been through it uh, that can help you. So I love doing it. Still love doing it today. Uh, it's it's really rewarding. I've I've talked to hundreds of firefighters that have been through a cancer battle, and and get, gotten them the help that they needed, and uh, it, it's amazing. And I still have friends that are going through it, 
Um, I think we all do, you know? Yeah. You know, it's, I, I, I'm a, I'm, I don't know if you were aware of this. I'm a mentor now for the FCSN. Yeah. yeah. So I've I think got, it's awesome. I've got, uh, uh, two guys and two gals that I'm mentoring right now. And, uh, it's, it's kind of, yeah, full circle. Um, yeah. Right. Very. It's interesting. And, and it's, you don't want to have that perspective as far as going through it. You don't, um, yeah. I could tell you as much as I knew about this stuff, I was ill prepared for, um, actually being diagnosed myself. So, but it is definitely gained perspective and I can now, you know, talk about that and share that and share just all those different things. And, and that's what I, I'm doing now, which is absolutely great. Um, but as far as the teaching stuff goes, I wanted, that's one of the things I wanted to touch on is you're going to be teaching here uh, in Indianapolis at the, the biggest fire conference, I believe in the world. Uh, FDIC. Big show, man. It's the big the, show. The carnival, man. It's the circus is coming to town. <laughs> it's insane. Um, but you are teaching, let's see, on Wednesday, the 26th of April, 1.30 to 3.15, cancer prevent it, detect it early, and survive it. So I'd like for you to kind of give our audience there kind of a preview of what you'll be discussing. Sure. What's awesome about this program is we took three organizations that are experts in this, this field of cancer. One of them uh, is Sarah Janke from the Center for uh, Excellence for Fire and EMS. She is a super champion for everything that we do. You name it, she's got her hand in it. She's amazing, smart, brilliant, fun, funny person that is, she kicks off the program with talking about the science, the, the down and dirty information that you need to know that this is truly a risk. We're not joking around. Uh, you've got to pay attention. Then I take over and I talk about those modifiable risk factors, the occupational risk a little bit about wh where it comes from, how we can avoid it, um, and things of that nature. The the kind of like the, the meat and potatoes of the prevention part. And then, you know, unfortunately, we are going to still be at risk because there's a lot of things that we can't prevent those exposures. So everybody is, uh, firefighters are all at high risk. And what we need to make sure that we do is that we combat the death of firefighters from cancer through early detection. So we partner with Detect Together, a great organization out of Massachusetts that has a real simple three steps detect program that they go over uh, to teach you what to look for, what to think about, as far as those signs and symptoms, because we, as firefighters, you know, we, we are an EMS people, really, we, we look at people and we look at, you know, some pretty major signs and symptoms. So I think when you think about cancer, you're thinking of the big things, the, the, uh, you know, a big, a big lump or a, a painful area, and you're not really focused on those real subtle things that really is how you found early cancer is through subtle uh, changes that last over a period of time. So they talk about that. And then we kind of transition back into, uh, look, you know, some of us are going to get cancer and there's a way to get that support. And that's through the FCSN and how you, uh, how you do that. How do you, how do you support somebody that's been diagnosed with cancer by not kind of making them feel like they're not part of the team. You got to keep them involved. You got to keep joking around with them. I, I know in my department in Portsmouth, some of the things that were tough for the guys were, they were worried about how they would make Sarah or Jeff feel by kind of like, you know, poking a little fun at them. Well, that's the fire service, man. Right. Like, you know, we, 
we love each other. So we, we push the limit a little bit, you know, you have a little bit of fun and you can't stop doing that when somebody's diagnosed with cancer, because then they feel like they're an outcast and we don't want that. We want them to be part of the team because if you're healthy and happy, when you're going through cancer, right, you, things go better for you. So uh, we'll talk about that and, and what the FCSN offers through the mentor program, which is amazing guys like you that are out there um, supporting other firefighters that have cancer, helping them understand what's coming up next, what to look for, uh, getting people into the right facilities to get checked or get a second opinion from a better uh, hospital. Uh, there's a lot of things that we can do there. So it's an overall A to Z cancer prevention program that incorporates early detection and what to do if you get diagnosed. I love it, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it sounds it's great. and dirty, but it's quick. I mean, it, I mean, this is a topic that you could go on for hours about, but we're, we've narrowed it down to a real short program. If we can get Sarah to kind of not talk so much in the beginning, things would, things would go a little faster, but you know, she's really important to get her to get that information out. And I know she's not here to defend herself, but uh, she is so super enthused about this stuff. Like in it, she is a wealth of knowledge. So it's important to get all that out there. You know, we uh, need her to have her own program is what we need. Yeah. <laughs> and she could do that. <laughs> she juggles so much already, but uh, you know, awesome. a, few, a few things on that, you know, you're, you're taking all that information and in hour and 45 minutes. And I love Keith Tyson, but I would give him crap because I'm like, there's no way right. you could do that. And that's your time. Yeah, it's tough. It really is tough. He'd like to do his four hour classes. Yeah. And and there is there's probably, you know, I mean, you could go on for eight hours with some of this stuff. But, you know, the, the basics for for a firefighter, what I've learned over the years is that as long as that firefighter is comfortable, they're going to listen. As soon as yes. they get edgy and they don't really want to be there, which is about that hour and a half mark, you've lost them. You might as well stop talking. So getting it narrowed down and getting the message out. So maybe they'll, maybe they'll think that, Oh, you know, we have other resources. The FCSN has resources through the firefighter cancer awareness month with the IAFF. That's a place to go to get more information. So, you know, we'll give you the, we'll give you the down and dirty of it. And then you can do a little more research on our website and find more information. And Hey, you can always reach out to me. I'm my stuff's on the website, easy to get a hold of. Um, may not respond real quick because I'm pretty busy, but I, we try to make sure that we get somebody to you within 24 hours or so. So if it's not within the first five minutes, please give me a break. I'm, we're really busy. No, but we really want to make sure that our state directors are engaged and everybody has an opportunity to talk to us about uh, the subject. Cause you know, quite frankly, we get a lot of input from folks through these classes that help us to change kind of the message that we're putting out there to make sure we're we're hitting the right target now you definitely involved uh in doing this and this is i don't know what probably your seventh eighth year doing this there yeah it's something like that yeah i know i got shut out for years um from teaching there because of you <laughs> <laughs> he's Sorry. got the better cancer class <laughs> I had to switch well, topics to get in. Uh, well, you know, honestly, Bobby Halton and I uh, developed a friendship over this. We, he, amazing man, right? You know, and um, that can lead towards the this road race that we do. He gave us the 
the, he gave us the courage and valor run at FDIC uh, last year, and we made it the five alarm 5K run to remember. And uh, he did that because he he was so committed at, at, with this topic for firefighters that he wanted us to make sure we were getting the funding we need to keep going. Hmm. He's given me so many opportunities to teach this because I know he believes in it. And and I had really great conversations with him about it. And, you know, I, he gave me so much direction on how to do it right. I can never pay that back. So, um, you know, this for me is a personal thing for me uh, with the folks that have helped me along the way. I want to make sure that the message is, is out there correctly. I don't do this alone. I have a great team of folks that work with me. Scott Jenny uh, from California. He's a California state director. Super guy. Like the guy is a rock star. He throws all kinds of PowerPoints together. Um, you know, so we have lots of resources from him, but I'm the guy that try to condense that down to make it short enough that you can keep the attention of the firefighter long enough to actually get them to listen. So uh, I think we've done that with this program. I think we're doing that with our other program that we're, we're, um, we share. We just applied for another federal grant to kind of make things a little better and maybe reach out a little further across the country with some state training organizations. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing progress going on awesome program i'm happy to be a part of it and i look forward to seeing everybody fdic so i want to talk about the run but before i even get there i I want to go back to still your class you know you mentioned a big part of it is early detection and i want to chime in on that too on a personal level like with my cancer everything was very subtle and i think if i didn't know what I knew I would have blown it off and I would have continued to blow it off until who knows how long and who knows how it ended up being. But because, um, without even knowing, you know, the tactic together exists, but having that same mindset of something's not right, I'm going to get it looked at just to make sure. And it worked out in my favor. You know, yeah, that's huge. That's it is. Huge. It's, it's huge. Two things kill firefighters are exposures and uh, and and not getting cancer detected early enough. I mean, that's really what's killing us. If it, a lot of the cancers that we face, uh, early detection of melanoma, for example, you know, highly curable when it's found right away. And it's a simple skin cancer screening. Like it, it's really not a rocket science. But if that goes a little deeper and goes into stage four where it's metastasized and it's crossed over, your chances are significantly reduced to surviving more than five years. So that that simple thing of paying attention to those little subtle signs and just keeping notes, like, you know, knowing that, hey, you know, I haven't felt so good for two or three days. Now it's been a week and a half. Now it's been two weeks. You know, don't let it get to that three week, four week, at two weeks go, hey, this is still not right. I need to make an appointment and go see my doctor and talk about it. And and you also have to share that stuff. Like when you go to your doctor, you got to tell them you're a firefighter. I know from experience, like dealing with guys across the country, we give a, we give a, a form that has all kinds of tests on it that you should get. And some doctors believe it and some don't. Like some are like, well, you know, yeah, I see what they're saying, but you know, you might not be at a higher risk. It's well, you know, you know, I know through research, you are. If your doctor has that mindset, get a new doctor. Get a new doctor. Like, don't play that game. Like I, you are the best advocate for your own health in all cases. So 
and and I've seen it firsthand myself. Where I've yeah. dealt with it, where I have I've had doctors that are passive and 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 just they're not aware of mm-hmm. how significant of a threat this is for occupation. So they kind of blow it off, and they have more of the mindset of you're young, you're healthy, you're fine. You know, we need to do less. You know, um, uh, scans and not not more. And yeah. you're right; you have to find somebody that understands what your exposures can amount to. Yeah. And having you those really forms can. are helpful, but you have to be, you have to be aggressive. You you yeah. have to be kind of in a way sometimes demand that they're aggressive. Otherwise, like you said, leave, find somebody yeah. else. You are your absolute best advocate for yourself. Like hundred percent. You you have to. You can't. And 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 a lot of times it's not the doctor's fault. Like how how much how much time does a doctor have in a day to spend with you as an individual patient? Most practices, it's not very long. Um, so you don't get that personalized service. You you don't have the opportunity to just dial the doc's phone number and go, hey doc, this is happening. I'm not really sure about that. I mean, there are services out there where you can do that, but it's pretty rare that people sign up for that service. But you know, for me, I did. Like I, I had uh, I had a lung scan done, for an example, through um, a university and a hospital here in Massachusetts doing a study on firefighters. So I had a lung scan and I found a little cardiac issue. I was expecting like nodules on my lung and, you know, what, what are we going to do? And I'll have to worry about that going forward. Nope, cardiac. So through this lung scan, call my doctor. My doctor was not responsive, didn't really want to talk a whole lot about it. I didn't wait long. I found a new doctor that now I can call a cell phone number. He has a very few patients because I really want to address my health, you know, so I've been working on it, trying to reduce my uh, my risk for a heart attack and my risk for cancer through medicine. And um, I, I like the situation I'm in now. He listens to me. He pays attention. He's got great ideas. And um, yeah, so, and everybody should have that. It's tough, though. You gotta, you absolutely, stuff, absolutely. And I don't know if you use the video, um, but for those out there, the Tet Together has a great little short video. It's got the firefighter mascot out there, Jason Patton, uh, speaking about it. And I mean, that's something I show for my classes now because it it gets the point across, and it does it with him being the the funny guy he is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, by the way, he's going to be at FDIC doing oh, his yeah. fire department coffee. I suggested that he has the little umpire or like, no, like the doorman clicker just to count how many selfies picks he oh, takes with people. I can't even imagine. Thousands. Yeah, I can't even imagine how many he does. It's crazy to watch watch that happen. It's awesome. He's such a great guy, too. He like, he's He's such an advocate for this whole subject and firefighter health he's been he's he's a wonderful asset yeah well and if you talk to him he would tell you that it's it's personal to him you know his father passed from yeah. cancer so um you, you mentioned your health earlier and now i want to get back to this run actually in 2019 you did the boston marathon i did yeah believe yeah it you not. did that you raised over fifteen thousand dollars for last call foundation i did yeah i did so so when you're telling me that you're having uh you know you're you're getting all this information from bobby about the the run you you know how races are you you've done you've done the biggest one yeah it's uh the race is really awesome so uh 
you can walk it and you can run it. Like even with a marathon, like anybody can run a marathon. I'll tell you, honestly, pretty much anybody could run a marathon. Um, it's not hard. You just have to train. You got to focus and train yourself to do it. Um, you know, same with a 5k, like you have, you have time right now to go out and start walking and jogging and, and, uh, and be able to walk the 5k or lightly jog the 5k at FDIC. No doubt about it. It's a flat course. It's easy. Um, and you're going to be surrounded by like-minded people. That's the, that's the big thing. Like with the Boston marathon, the thing with the, with the marathon is the crowd keeps you moving. So when you're running with people that you know and love, it makes it really easy. Now I'm not, I'm not a marathoner. I mean, absolutely not. I, I don't run as much as I used to. I've done a few of them. It's great. It was fun, but it, it kind of beat up my knees and made me a little uncomfortable, my hips, but Hey, it was an awesome experience. And, uh, the year I ran the Boston marathon, I ran that 5k and we had a lot of fun with another friend of mine that decided to run it and walk it. And, um, we did some fundraising there with a nice funny picture of him on a ambulance stretcher and me doing CPR on him. It was pretty fun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So we want what, what the F what happened with FDIC is that, uh, Bobby handed us over that the courage of Alaron. It became the five alarm 5k this year. We are, um, we are honoring Bobby, uh, 100%. Um, the loss of Bobby Halton was is huge for all of us. Uh, so we're honoring him through this race. We're remembering him that day. He ran it last year. He ran it every year before that. He was always bib number one. Um, and I, you know, I, I don't know how to put it. It's we're going to miss him. Like he was a big part of us, big part of everything there. Everyone's going to miss him, obviously. But we uh, we've challenged people to raise money in his honor for the FCSN. We were one of those organizations that Bobby kind of gravitated towards. And uh, his entire family is coming to the race. They're all fundraising on our website at the Five Alarm 5K website. They, um, they're doing a great job. We've created the Bobby Halton Award for the top fundraising individual or team. Uh, everybody's going to get a, uh, a race medal. Well, the first 375 people, the 400 people, that cross that finish line, they're going to get a, a, a commemorative keychain uh, made by Taylor's Tins. Uh, it's been a wonderful experience organizing this race. We have great sponsors all the way from Tenkata to Crackle Magazine, the, the UDS, uh, 3AM Innovations is doing an 18 for 18. Bobby was the editor-in-chief for 18 years, so they're asking folks to donate a dollar every year that Bobby was uh, came into our firehouse and uh, and talked to us through fire engineering, which I thought was a really cool way of doing it. So I set our fundraising goal of $180,000, which is $10,000 a year for every year he came in. Um, so, you know, a lot going on with that. We hope we get a lot of people. Uh, I ordered 400 t-shirts today. So hopefully we, they all go. Um, Last year we had around that number, so I'm hoping maybe we blow that right out of the water. And if if we uh, if we can, that's awesome. Um, totally looking for it. It's it's inexpensive to register, and um, we hope you do. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I've also seen uh, just this week I got the FCSN uh, Bobby Holm Challenge coins. Yeah, yeah, for, uh, yeah. Those are nice, aren't they? 
They're great. Dude, whoever designed that yeah. did a really good job. I, and I'm, I'm, I've gotten to the point where I'm a challenge coin snob. Yeah, me too. And that is, that's a really nice coin. It is. That you did. Um, and I, I would uh, agree 100% with you of his love towards the FCSN. I remember when I was that, you know, I had a cup of coffee when I was the president for that, that short period, um, talking to him and really at that point, setting up the, the comedy night, uh, which you guys were able to do for quite a a while. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and this, this race is great. And that is, once again, it is going to be Thursday night uh, from six to eight. Yep. And all that, all that information is on, um, the FDIC webpage. Yeah. Yep. And the sign up's easy. It's a run sign up.com. And if you search for five alarm 5k, it'll pop right up. And um, yeah, we'd love to have you sign up early. Uh, you know, so you make sure you get your shirt because the shirts are first come first serve. We have about 150 people registered right now. So there's still room. We'll be taking registrations uh, starting on Monday, all the way through to the race. So uh, you can come and register anytime or just want to make sure you get your shirt. So you need to get signed up soon. I'm just going to bring my dog and do it. There you go. I need a shirt awesome. for the dog, though. Awesome. Well, we can work on that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. How big is your dog? 70 pounds. <laughs> All right. I got I to gotta write down a note. I'm going to work on that because that would be a great – that would be one of those – opportunities for a photo that you couldn't turn away <laughs> yes I'll, I'll send you a pic of him all right he's got he's one of those dogs that have the big like he he clearly skips leg day big chest <laughs> little teeny waist yes <laughs> the opposite of me <laughs> nice so and and the firefighter camp support network will also have a booth and that's going to be in the hallway. Right at for... the T intersection by the books. Yep. We're going to be right, okay. right there. So the nice thing about being in the hallway, and, and Russ and I was talking about this before we started, um, you know, the exhibit hours really are limited. They, they start on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but they don't, you know, open until lunchtime, all that kind of stuff. But when you're in the hallway, you're there all the time. So It'll be really easy to to sit down and talk to them, uh, spend some quality time uh, before the you know actual exhibit open up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll be there on Monday. We're starting Monday, we'll be in the hallway taking registration, setting up, and and stuff. But Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll be right there all day long. So somebody will be there to answer questions and help you with anything you need, whether whether it's the race or you have a question about cancer, or you're looking to get some help for somebody, we're right there to do it. Uh, another unique thing we're doing this year, we, we received a federal grant to do skin cancer screening. So over in the Lucas Oil Stadium, while it's open, uh, during the show times, we're doing free cancer, skin cancer screenings. Uh, that information is going out uh, through an email blast, and we'll be on our website about how to sign up uh, before. But we've got a bunch of uh, dermatologists coming in from the surrounding area to provide that for the firefighters. It's led by Dr. Christine Candler, who's out of Massachusetts. Awesome soul. She, um, her brother was a firefighter in Chelsea, Mass. 
he passed away from cancer and she is on a mission. And I mean, she she's is. on a mission and it's so, an amazing mission. And I'm so happy to be working with her. I've worked with her for quite a while, but this, this is so exciting what she's doing now. It's really finding cancer early and saving lives. And she's so humble that she would never tell you, but I, I suspect she's saved dozens of firefighters lives at this point. Yeah. So she, I was in that area back in February. Um, I stayed in Chelsea. I was working with the Everett fire department and they had her come in and they absolutely loved her. Yeah. She's amazing. Amazing. Perfect. And that's going on too. So classrooms two, I think is where we are at Lucas oil. You guys have come a long way. Well, thanks to you, man. You were, you were there through the beginning. So no, uh, no, no. Like you, you make me, yeah. Um, Son, I am proud of you. I'm I'm very glad you're proud of me. You 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 helped me a lot when we first got started. Uh, when I first got started, you, I, your guidance was always well received. So I'm I glad was, to still be able to talk to you and pick your brain. And I was just making it up. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Are we all I though? I mean, and really, aren't, isn't that what we all do? <laughs> yes. No, I. I even your title, your 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 VP of Education, that's yeah, something cool. I I just kind of <laughs> came up with. Like, this sounds official. We need to sound yeah, official, right? Oh, and you know, good. Keith Tyson, I can't I can't not talk about Keith. Uh, talking about VP, he was the first VP of Education. The guy did a, a wonderful job for the FCSN. He's still the state director in Florida. Uh, still very active. Still. Uh, a pain in my ass sometimes, but I love the guy. Uh, no, he's, he is great. Keith is, Keith is awesome. He, uh, he is a wealth of knowledge that man. So if I have any questions that I can't find an answer to, I call him and it's, it's pretty easy to get the answer. He's, he is still very much in it. Very dedicated person. Yeah. And he's, uh, as much as he loves this stuff, I think he loves being a grandpa even more. He he certainly does. Which yeah. is cool. It, life's not a bad thing for him. It's it's cool to see him enjoy all that stuff and and yeah. and you know I'm in New England, so it's cold most of the time, or it's cool. And in the winter, he does have a lot of fun sending me and several other folks uh, temperature updates for Florida uh, when it's 20 below here and it's 70 there. He just that's like an early morning text from Keith. It's like, hey, look, dude, it's nice down in Florida. I hope you're enjoying the weather in Maine. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, that's when, yeah. you know, every year when there's a hurricane and he's, he's, yeah. he's worried. Yeah. It's when you remind him that uh, you're nice and peaceful here. Yep. <laughs> he's such a good guy. Uh, oh, nice, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you taking the time. I'm looking forward to seeing you live in person and really just to hear a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's coming up quick. So, you know, once again, uh, you know, the FCSM booth will be out in the hallway. You can visit russ and those guys and gals there uh russ will be teaching on wednesday uh 1 to 3 15 uh his cancer um with sarah and also the tech together and uh then he'll also you can see him thursday night when he's running the 5k so with that we'll my here. old friend uh russ osgood russell osgood you want to be official chief osgood <laughs> all these all these different titles but uh mm. no man uh thanks again for your time and uh i appreciate you as always and 
we'll see you here in just a few weeks. All right, man. Thanks for having me. Stay safe out there.